0: Hello and welcome to the fiercely awakening podcast my name is Tanya Holcomb and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story reclaim your power and answer your soul's call for greatness with conversations on self-love true nourishment and natural healing featuring transformative stories of divine intervention unshakable faith and living life untethered you'll be inspired and motivated release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are fiercely awakening. Welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. So this is recording number two of this episode. As you know, I love for these episodes to be in real time as much as possible. And I recorded this yesterday in between clients and in between a class that one of my untethered sisters from 2019 was teaching. And while the message was powerful, as soon as I got it done, right, as soon as I could check the box and be like, this is done. I instantly knew that I would have to redo it, that I needed to be in a true state of coherence for the recording. My team member, Rachel, was like, are you sure? I bet it's better than what you thought it was. And I was like, nope, <laughs> this is straight up uh, a nudge from essence for me to redo this. So here we are. You know, I love the untethered aspects of my life and bringing to this podcast sprinkles of this life-changing work, but I have been so ready to switch gears and get to some physical healing episodes. There's just so much I want to talk to you about in terms of how to level up your physical health, you know, thyroid health, hormones, adrenals, viruses, parasites, gut health, the conversations that I want to have with you about real healing are truly endless. I always check in with Essence, though, to see what it is that I'm really supposed to teach on and really just fully putting my trust and the downloads I receive over my conscious thoughts or over my ego desires. And I was a little disappointed at first because all I kept hearing was that I'm supposed to teach you on coherence. And honestly, I didn't even fully understand what that meant at the time. And so I kept trying to dismiss it. But I swear to you that the word followed me around like a lost puppy dog. I started seeing coherence everywhere in totally unexpected places, from seeing it online, in magazines, and books, everywhere. Even one of my instructors was wearing a crystal necklace that I was just so drawn to, and I asked her what its purpose was, and she said, coherence. And I was like, of course it is. And yes, you better believe I went out and splurged on that purpose. And, you know, clearly I'm calling in major, major need to upgrade and work with this energy. Uh, Even yesterday, I was sitting outside, I was sitting in my office, and there was a group of therapists sitting outside my window. And it's hard not to hear their conversation because they're right there. And I, of course, like to have my window open. And honestly, the conversation was quite depressing because it was clear that they were working with so much fear, and there was a lot of victim mindset, and it was just very much like doom and gloom. And I was just about ready to close my window, and to you know, to remove myself from their from their chatter, when one of the therapists started talking about heart math and coherence. Uh, and even today, as I sat down to record this, I opened my email and see that tomorrow. August 1st is uh, the day of global coherence. So there's even a day dedicated to this. So I'm like, seriously, universe, message received, right? So yes, today I'm supposed to talk to you about coherence. And up until a few days ago, I didn't really have a clue of the significance of this drop-in. I am trusting that this is the medicine that not only I need in my life right now, but it's the exact medicine that you need as well. So what is coherence? Well, it's the basis of health, wellness, and clear communication. It can help minimize the effects of stress in you and your family members, including your pets. Our children, especially under the age of seven, and of course, our four-legged friends, pick up on our energetic frequencies and are profoundly affected by them in deeper ways than we can even begin to realize. That's why you'll often hear me refer to them as our emotional sponges. Studies have shown that when we are in a state of coherence and with intention, we radiate our energy out to our family members and they have the ability to go into a state of coherence too. In the realm of energy and quantum healing, the healthier we are, the healthier those are around us. Isn't that so powerful? It reminds me, I often say, you know, the healthier desires, the healthier choices. It's all this ripple effect, right? The healthier we are, the healthier those are around us. So when I was immersing myself in the world of coherence and understanding this concept, one of the articles I read was by Dr. Barry Sands, where she first explained it from its opposite perspective. She said, most of us have heard the word associated with being in an incoherent state. This is often associated with the consumption of too much alcohol or other biological altering substances. That alludes to some mixture of table dancing, right? Or clothes falling off. Uh, We also can have speech or thoughts that are muddled, confused, unclear, or incomprehensible. Coherence is essentially the opposite. It's when we are in a physiological state of being where our mind, body, thoughts, emotions, immune, hormonal, and nervous system are all in synchronicity. And alignment with each other. Isn't this so fascinating? I wanted to talk to you today about physical healing, but coherence is that bridge. When we are in coherence, that is when healing happens. In fact, I might even say that's the only time that healing can really happen at the level that it's intended to. The best science of the modern world is now in agreement about a fact that was once controversial not long ago. The best science now accepts the fact that there is an energy, uh, that there is a field of energy that connects all things. And that field is the container in which all of our experiences happens. All the things, right? The good, the great, the bad, the ugly, and all the in-between. Researchers have now proven that the heart is a hundred times more powerful electrically and up to 5,000 more powerful magnetically than the brain. Okay, so we have this, this field of energy around us and we recognize that everything is energy, right? Everything at the basis of life, everything breaks down to energy and that we are all connected. And now when we go internally, we realize that science is proving, research is proving that the heart is 100 times more powerful electrically and up to 5,000 times more powerful magnetically than the brain. So in other words, the heart runs the show. It actually sends more messages to the brain than the brain does to the heart. The brain signals the production of hormones and the biochemistry in the body to support what the heart is telling it. It is through the feelings generated in our hearts that determines our experiences of the world around us. Despite what popular beliefs about biology and psychology tell you, it appears from this and other supportive research that the heart is the master of the brain. So if we're going to influence the stuff that's happening around us, we should consider using the heart So we can maximize our efforts as the heart has the strongest influence. This is why positive thinking is good and and it's really lovely, but for many reasons, it doesn't bring the results. The brain is not the strongest organ to communicate with this field around us. The human heart is the strongest. According to Greg Braden. the heart does so much more than pump blood. The heart has 40,000 specialized cells that communicate with all the organs in the body and the brain. It's the heart, again, that sends the signals to the brain, which then tells the brain what chemistry to release in the body. And how do we regulate our heart? Well, that's through our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, and beliefs. This means that we are in charge. We have the ability to self regulate our biology. What I find interesting is the more we're learning about this man-made uh, man-engineered CV is that it first weakens the heart, specifically the pericardium, which surrounds the heart. So while I personally have zero fear over viruses and I hope that you don't have fear over viruses either, Because I know that we're meant to live in harmony with them. I recognize that there are concerns because, well, concerns naturopathically speaking, right? Like naturopathically speaking, we're not concerned with viruses, but naturopathically speaking, we're like, but this one's man-made, right? Um, That, you know, we're seeing the effects of, of this virus in certain individuals, but I'm challenging that. I'm challenging, is it actually because of it being a virus or is it actually because there's been so much fear and that's what's giving this virus any power whatsoever over our master regulator, our heart. I think regardless, this is an invitation for all of us to be fierce protectors of our health by being fierce protectors of our emotions and being fierce protectors of honoring the power of coherence. Now let's talk about stress. Stress is the foundation of what leads to system fatigue, which leads to malfunction and eventually failure. When we are in a continual state of fight or flight or in a constant state of depletion filled with thoughts of worry, frustration, impatience, fear, anxiety, anger, resentment, and judgment, our body is listening and responds. For every emotion, there is a group of biochemical neuropeptides associated with that emotion. The main players in stress response are the hypothalamus, pituitary gland, and the adrenal glands. And they are in constant dialogue that is continually flooding the body with stress hormones the number one of those stress hormones is cortisol. And of course we know cortisol uh by being belly fat, right? That midsection. Well also that midsection is an area of protection, right? Having that layer of of a buffering there makes your body feel safer, right? So part of actually Losing weight is not losing at all. It's releasing because you believe that you are safe. It comes down to putting yourself in a state of coherence. But of course, cortisol has other things associated with it. Uh, You know, and we could summarize that by saying it absolutely diminishes longevity. You know, it can impair memory. It accelerates aging. It also is such a contributor to brain fog, and the list goes on and on. Uh, bigger than that, in terms of the days in which we're living, is cortisol taxes the immune system in so many ways. When we are in stress at all times, when we are plugged into the news or the doom and gloom 24 7, then we are. Sure enough, in a state of fight or flight, you know, the media does such a beautiful job at presenting problems, and these problems bring on the stress, but it doesn't bring the solutions, and so I can guarantee that if you are plugged in even a little bit, you are plugged into stress, but there can be stress in other ways, right? A stressful job, stressful relationship, fear and worry about money, the future, finances, all of those feelings. And when we have those kinds of feelings continually with no breaks, then we're sending that communication to your brain and that ripple effect begins. You become in an incoherent state. If your body is using high cortisol levels and adrenaline, then we are not in that state of rest and repair. It's so important right now that we are giving our body relief from the world in which we live in. And now there's also other stresses that I do want to mention because these are topics that I anticipate that we are going to cover in great lengths in the future because they're also important. There's environmental stress, contaminated water. This is stressful. Eating lots of fast food or too many fried foods with rancid oils. Foods that are just processed. This is all stress, okay? Okay when our body is taxed, our body is stressed. Our key, right, is to learn to self-regulate our biology so we can give our body a break from that stress. It was so interesting because last weekend, I was in school uh, studying parasitology. And during that time, you can imagine that there were so many doom and gloom type of conversations. There was just a lot of heaviness that was just a lot to digest. And when I came home on Sunday night, I was so incredibly bloated. It was like I had an extra 10 pounds, especially around my midsection. And I was so confused by this at first because I ate amazing over the weekend I continued to keep up with my exercises, but you know what I didn't do? I wasn't getting great sleep because of the the dynamics of, of the, the sleeping arrangements. And I was under a lot of pressure with testing, studying all of that. And so I wasn't committed to my meditations. I wasn't connecting to myself. I wasn't journaling. And even bigger than that, I don't think I was breathing. Now, of course I was breathing, right? Like I didn't die, but I think there were lots of times when I was hearing heavy stuff that I was holding my breath and I had put my body in such a state of fight or flight, even though intellectually, I didn't feel that right. Intellectually, I I can say, no, I feel safe, but I wasn't processing and I wasn't digesting and my body kind of just stopped. I was holding on to so much fluids. It was like you could take a pin and just like, you know, and just rush those fluids. And I just have to keep myself reminded and you reminded that the fear is such a dense energy. It's so easy to snatch us up into that. The higher vibrations that we work with, that we talk about, the lighter that we feel and now understanding the importance of coherence, we have to be such fierce protectors of our system in order to be in that synchronicity. So everything is able to be in harmony as it should be. So I want to take this conversation a little deeper. I started to research heart math. Now I've heard of this uh, multiple times, but it was like in one ear out the other, right? Like I never paused to actually like look at what this is. And, you know, I work with a lot of things with the heart, specifically, Uh, I am the queen of taking down heart walls. So the heart energy, like I know all these things, but this whole idea of coherence was just me taking everything I know to that next level. So I started to research on heart math and I was in, in awe of the research that's available to us. So I just want to take a moment and expand upon heart intelligence. So heart intelligence is a flow of awareness, understanding, and intuition we experience when the mind and the emotions are brought into coherent alignment with the heart. It can be activated through self-initiated practices. And the more we pay attention when we sense the heart is speaking to us or guiding us, the greater our ability to access this intelligence and guidance more frequently. Heart intelligence underlies cellular organization and guides and evolves organisms toward increased order, awareness, and coherence of their body systems. Throughout much of recorded history, human beings have understood that intelligence, the ability to learn, understand, reason, and apply knowledge to shape their environment was a function of of the brain in the head. There is also ample evidence in the writings and oral tradition societies passed down through generations that they strongly believed in the intelligent heart. Research into the idea of heart intelligence began accelerating in the second half of the 20th century. It was during the 60s and 70s that we saw um, it was the psychologists John and Beatrice Lacey, they conducted research that show that the heart actually communicates with the brain in ways that greatly affect how we perceive and react to the world around us. And it was in 1991 that the that HeartMath Institute was established by a neurocardiologist, sorry, a neurocardiologist, Dr. J. Andrew Armour, and he introduced the term heart brain. He said that the heart possessed a complex and intrinsic nervous system that is the brain. So today, more than a half century after the Lacey's began their research, we know so much more about the heart. And I just found this so interesting. I wanted to share with you. The heart sends us emotional and intuitive signals to help govern our lives. Now, oftentimes when I'm working with women, Well, that's primarily who I work with, so I'm going to reframe that. When I'm working with the women in Untethered, we do a little exercise to determine where they feel their truth. In other words, we refer to that as their soul, as their compass, and then where they feel their ego and or their fears. And this is a feeling in the body. And almost 99% of the time, These women intuitively will answer, I feel it in my heart, right? I feel this expansive energy in my heart. And that's how they know that they are making a true essence decision, right? They're not making decisions based on fear, based on lack, based on it's not the right time. They are truly being guided by this heart intuitive communication, The heart directs and aligns many systems in the body so that they can function in harmony with another. The heart is in constant communication with the brain. The heart's intrinsic brain and nervous system relay information back to the brain in the cranium, creating a two-way communication system between the heart and the brain. The heart makes many of its own decisions. The heart starts beating in the onborn fetus, before the brain has been formed. Okay, that's so important. The heart starts beating in the unborn fetus before the brain has even been formed. It's called autorhythmic Humans form an emotional brain long before a rational one. And a beating heart before either. The heart has its own independent complex nervous system known as The brain and the heart. So, scientists say it's still, there's still so much to learn. Future generations may well look back and say that this is the most important discovery of the 20th century. And it makes sense, right? This is us taking back our power. This is us saying, my gosh, I have so much more power than my genes, right? Like I have the power to control my health. So cool. Uh, From the research at HeartMath Institute, they've concluded that intelligence and intuition are heightened when we learn to listen more deeply to our own heart. It's through learning how to decipher messages we receive from our heart that we gain the keen perception needed to effectively manage our emotions in the midst of life's challenges. This is why I tell the Untethered Sisters, now is the time. This is the time to do the inner work. There is a solution and it requires us to go inward. The more we listen to and follow our heart intelligence, the more educated, balanced, and coherent our emotions become. Without the guiding influence of the heart, we easily fall prey to reactive emotions such as insecurity, anger, fear, and blame, as well as other energy draining reactions and behaviors. The early heart math research found that negative emotions threw the nervous system out of balance. And when that happened, heart rhythms became disordered and appeared jagged on the heart monitor. This place stress on the physical heart and other organs and threaten serious health problems. This is, you know, part of what makes heart maths stuff so cool is they have devices that actually show you if you're in a state of coherence and they just say, you know, seeing is believing. Now, I don't think that that's necessary for all of us, especially those of us who are, you know, listening to this podcast and doing this work. But certainly, if we have a spouse who needs to have that seeing is believing, right, that's powerful. If we can help our loved ones be in a coherent state, then they are helping those next to them and those next to them. It's that ripple effect. Now, positive emotions, by contrast, were found to increase order and balance in the nervous system and produce smooth, harmonious heart rhythms. But these harmonious and coherent rhythms did more than reduce stress. They actually enhanced people's ability to clearly perceive the world around them. My gosh, no wonder this medicine is so needed right now. We all need to do our best to clearly perceive the world around us from a state of coherence not from a state of incoherent, not from a state of having these emotions ride our system. And again, they are so sneaky, right? Like it happened to me in a matter of two days. And I thought, you know, my guard was down probably because I'm in a safe space. You know, I'm in school. I'm around people who are like me, right? And I stopped doing the work. And just a couple days, my body showed me what a state of imbalance I was in. Our bodies are such beautiful communicators to help us know where we are. And sometimes it's not a physical communication that we're receiving, right? We just find ourselves in a state of anxiety, in a state of stress, in a state of overreacting, underreacting. All of these things imply imbalance. Now, Studies that HeartMath have done, conducted with well over 11,500 people, have shown improvements in mental and emotional well-being in just six to nine weeks using the HeartMath training and technology. I found this just so fascinating and wanted to share. So 24% improvement in the ability to focus, 30% improvement in sleep, 38% improvement in calmness, 46% drop in anxiety, 48% drop in fatigue, 56% drop in depression. We all have that time and space to go inward. This is the greatest invitation right now to achieve coherence. I love this saying, dare to connect with your heart. You will be lifting not only yourself and those you love and care about, but also the world in which you live. So how do we do this? It is recommended to practice coherence three to four times daily for just a few minutes. Good times to use it are, of course, first thing in the morning before going to sleep at night. And during lunchtime, you can also use it whenever a stressful event occurs and when you want to rebalance, get an energy boost and gain more mental clarity. Now, just again, really pay attention to stressful event, because I think oftentimes we think stressful event means like I got in a fender bender or, you know, um, I was late to this appointment, and then that cascaded all these other, you know, late events. Like, yes, that is stressful. Or get a bill in the mail that you weren't expecting. Those are stressful. But there is also something to be said about stress by just opening up a social feed today. Right? I don't know about your feed, but mine is pretty stressful. So, and it needs to be, right? Because we're allowing all this darkness to come into the light right? We're lifting this veil and it needs to be. But my inner child, and I'm sure yours is too, is having a really hard time with this, having a really hard time to know that there's so much darkness. And this is the stuff that we need to to constantly check in and start digesting. Okay. So I feel that I already have a pretty solid morning and evening ritual. This is when I'm doing my untethered daily process. I'm working out regularly. I am in uh, week seven of an amazing workout program and I'm absolutely loving it. I'm eating better than I ever have in my life. And the areas that I feel are, are weak for me right now are my sleeping patterns, I need to do a much better job protecting myself from blue light. That's a conversation for another day. And certainly what I'm seeing, right? The spotlight shining in me right now is I have to do much better at taking sacred pauses throughout my day. Even though I absolutely love what I do, I am so often in go, go, go. And it's so obvious, right? How quickly I can get my body out of balance in today's time if I'm not constantly checking in. So I'm committing to practicing coherence multiple times a day. I know my system needs this right now. I must keep reminding myself that I am safe so I can be the one to remind others that they are safe too without me having to say a word with me just being in their presence. And the really cool thing that I love about this practice is it only takes a few minutes. Harmonizing the heart is the pathway to harmonizing your entire system. And of course, by doing this, uh, by default, it allows you to raise your vibration and those around you. All right, so the first step, and this is for those of you who are in a safe place right now, meaning you're not driving, is to close your eyes. And just by closing your eyes, it sends a very powerful signal to your body that says that you're shifting from the outer world and going to the inner world. Then place one hand on your heart or just even a few fingers. It will bring your awareness from your mind to your heart. And already, just by placing that hand on your heart, starts to shift us into that balanced state. Then imagine your breath is flowing in and out of your heart or chest area. And we're going to start to just breathe a little slower and a little deeper than usual. So this is when we inhale for five seconds, pause, exhale for five seconds. And just starting to do these slower, deeper breaths, we start to activate that parasympathetic nervous system. As we're doing this, the next step, the magic step, is to experience a feeling such as gratitude, appreciation, care, or compassion So in other words, we want to try to re-experience the feeling that you have for someone you love, for a pet, for a special place, for an accomplishment. You just want to focus on this really high-vibing feelings. And if you have bliss in your memory bank, go there. If you can find joy, go there. Focusing on calm, focusing on things being easy, focusing on you being free. And just continuing to breathe. As you do this, you will feel subtle shifts in your body. Some people feel tingling, some people feel warmth, they feel calm, they feel expansive. You might even start to perspire because it's all running more energy. And all you have to do is do this for three minutes. So in the future, you could even set a timer. I know that that timer helps me, helps my ego, right? Like, okay, I can do this. It's only three minutes. And just in that three minutes, it will trigger that cascade of very positive effects in your body. And this is such a brilliant way to relieve that stress And activate that resilience power that you have. Three minutes. You, of course, can do it longer. But all it takes is three minutes. I think so often we get caught up in thinking that we need to, like, carve out an hour multiple times a day. No, we need three minutes. And depending on your stress levels, depends on how often you need to tap in and do this. Hmm. So remember, coherence is when we are in a physiological state of being where our mind, body, thoughts, emotions, immune, hormonal, and nervous systems are in synchronicity and alignment with each other. These are absolutely chaotic times, and yet we have the law of nature that supports all life coming into balance. We have such tremendous opportunities right now to come into greater balance and live in greater heart consciousness. Inner disharmony is something that Dr. Bach understood as the true origin of emotional and physical disease. Coming into the right relationship with ourselves includes how we are in relationship with our environment. Plant and vibrational medicines are without a doubt the oldest forms of healing on this planet. And they are connected to much ancient wisdom that is so crucial for us to remember now. So please know if you are feeling stuck with negative thoughts or emotions that you're feeling about what's happening in the world, or it just feels all too heavy, you know, you might just be feeling a lot, we have remedies to help you make these shifts quicker. It's so important that you do the work to help raise the vibration of the planet and go within to clear and heal during this time. Because when you do this for yourself, it without a doubt amplifies the work in the collective. And so I want you to know that you are still invited to place an order using the link in the show notes for a custom flower blend And we actually just recently expanded our entire line. We have every single flower essence imaginable. And this just allows us to make this blend that much more custom for you and for our world. Remember that the flower essences work to flood our body with positive virtues. And when we flood our body with these positive virtues, it helps us shift quickly out of the negativity. I can promise you that when you pair a flower essence to the coherence work and to your gratitude work, this is when we start to accelerate this process. And so again, the order form is in the show notes and it is open to everyone uh, who feels the pull. I can't wait, as always, to hear how this message is resonating with you. So much love to you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group. Love yourself fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.